0: What's good crypto fam? Bitcoin is pumping. We already touched $30,000 this morning. You gotta love it. In today's show, First Republic Bank dives another 20% with the Bitcoin price action ready for $40,000. And breaking news just in, centuries-old Australian bank to offer Bitcoin to over 260,000 of their customers. Also breaking news, Strike now lets Guatemalans receive instant, zero-fee remittance payments in their local currency with the Bitcoin Lightning Network. And quoting Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock-to-flow model, 56 million fiat millionaires in the world, and only one million Bitcoin addresses with more than one BTC. We are early and quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, while living in Britain, when Bitcoin was a buck, we told the Brits to buy it because the Bank of England was destroying the euro and Brexit would ramp inflation dramatically. Those who took our advice are laughing today. One country who took our advice is doing incredibly well, which is El Salvador. Preach. Also in today's show, Circle CEO blames the U.S. crypto crackdown for their declining U.S. D.C. market cap also circles Fed payment rail could be crushed by New York's Fed policy change. I'll be breaking this down for you, as well as Bitcoin price hits a record high in Argentina as the Argentine peso gets Loss of value of 99% versus the US dollar since the beginning of the currency crisis, which began back in 2018. We'll also be discussing can the third time be the charm as Arc invests in 21 shares again file with the SEC for a spot Bitcoin ETF. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin in the early stages of a parabolic rally as Bitcoin mirrors the 2015 bull market according to top crypto trader. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Dot net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is podcast episode number 1263. I'm your host, JV, and today is April 26, 2023. And you gotta love it as the entire crypto market is pumping like a mofo, which you can see on your screen, Bitcoin up 9% for the day, trading above 29800 We already touched 30000 a little earlier. We have Ether also pumping up 7.5%, trading above $1,950 as all the major cryptos are pumping and in the green. And checking out CoinMarketCap.com, the current crypto market cap, is sitting at $1.2 trillion with $52 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance at 46.9% and the Ether dominance at 19.1%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Render Token up a whopping 34%, trading at $2.40, followed by Injective up 24 trading at $8.71, followed by Conflux up 22 percent, trading just above $0.34. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. Finally, everything is in the green once again, as the past couple of weeks have been pretty bearish for the overall altcoin market. So you got to love it when we're pumping. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators, shows we're currently rated a 56 greed, yesterday a 53 neutral, last week a 63 greed, and last month a 64 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis, shall we? And discuss what's happening in the charts and in the market. Bitcoin tagged $30,000 into the April 26th Wall Street Open as the bulls gain further momentum from the US banking woes. That's right. Right here, looking at the Bitcoin one hour. I'm sorry. This is the one day candle chart looking pretty bullish. And data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View follows as it briefly reclaimed the psychological line in the sand, capping 11% gains versus its local lows from April 24th. Bitcoin continued to respond positively to the rapidly evolving next chapter of the U.S. banking crisis. This centered around First Republic Bank, which revealed a $100 billion reduction in deposits this week. Talk about the ultimate bank run. That's $100 billion, son. The U.S. government was reportedly uninterested in uh, intervening on the day, according to the source cited by CNBC as the bank stock FRC opened down another 22% before being halted for volatility. The weekly stock prices lost thus totaled over 50%. And lo and behold, Jim Cramer, he told you to go long on this bank just a couple of weeks ago right before it's crashing. Go figure. And responding, Arthur Hayes, the former CEO of crypto derivatives exchange BitMEX, smelled the blood. If the government were to refuse to bail out of First Republic, he argued, it could set off dangerous chain reaction of insolvency But if the bank fails and depositors take an L, a big loss, then every other bank with the same issues will go under shortly thereafter. The entire U.S. banking system suffers from the same issue. Facts ain't telling no lies. Hayes concluded that both Bitcoin and gold were chiefly benefiting from the lack of clarity and associated cold feet surrounding the bank's fate and the lawmakers. Next step, quitting him here, this uncertainty is what is driving outside money like gold and Bitcoin. Higher. Now let's discuss $40,000 Bitcoin price action incoming, shall we? Bitcoin traders and analysts thus stayed confident about the overall uptrend continuing, regardless of the temporary consolatory moves around the 30000 mark, quoting Mikhail Bende Pop. The crucial breaker was twenty dollars not twenty we are ready for 40000 Full send. And Dan Crypto Trades drew comparisons between the current rebound and the prior breakdown to the monthly lows, quoting him here, sweeping the highs in quick succession, similar price action as we saw on the way down, where we had about a dozen of these before the price properly broke down. Others, including popular trader Jelly and Baidazine General, forecast a return to a range bound Bitcoin price action of thirty thousand dollars, over leveraged, got properly wiped here, and about five hundred million obliterated, and also that problem. Means that this mini rally is about done. Consolidation next. So there you have it. Which crypto analyst do you agree with? Let me know in the comments below. And major news coming from centuries-old Australian bank RLB to offer Bitcoin to over 260,000 customers as the mass Bitcoin adoption continues and game theory in full effect. Also, Strike now lets Guatemalans receive instant, zero fee remittance payments in their local currency with the Bitcoin Lightning Network. So shout out to Strike and their CEO Jack dollars. And quoting Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock-to-flow model, 56 million fiat millionaires in the world, but only 1 million Bitcoin addresses with one or more BTC, a reminder that we're early. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin while living in Britain when Bitcoin was just a dollar, we told the Brits to buy it because the Bank of England was destroying the Euro and Brexit would ramp inflation dramatically. Those who took our advice are laughing today. One country who took our advice is doing incredibly well, which is El Salvador. That's right. So there you have it. And now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss what's happening with USDC and Circle. And I'll just tell you, it's not looking good for uh, them right now. Check it out. The Circle CEO says that crypto crackdown by the US regulators has been a major factor behind the declining market cap of its stablecoin, USD coin, better known as USDC. Circle's chief comments on the US crackdown came amid heavy regulatory scrutiny following the collapse of the FTX exchange, a banking crisis and USDC's monetary depegging. During an interview with Bloomberg TV, the CEO noted there is a huge amount of concern globally around the US banking system and the regulatory Environment of the U.S. USDC depegged back in March, a direct result of the U.S. banking crisis. Circle's 3.3 billion worth of USDC reserves was stuck with Silicon Valley Bank, which was one of the three crypto-friendly banks which were shut down by regulators. And at the time, Circle had assured its customers that it had the backing from investors to fill the gap. But the market reacted quickly to the news, and USDC depegged from the U.S. dollar, which we witnessed. And as you can see here in this chart, USDC once had a market cap of fifty. 6 billion dollars at the peak and was sitting right behind tether issued usdc however since the banking crisis and usdc's depeg, the stablecoin's market cap has been cut nearly in half currently sitting just above 30 billion dollars now coinbase has also warned that the lack of regulatory clarity may force crypto companies to look for opportunities overseas with the recent passing of the markets of the crypto assets act by the european parliament and the push for adoption by hong kong he believes that the u.s will be left behind quoting him here. It is a critical moment here in the United States. And as i like to say, it is really a moment for Congress to step up. Now, the US SEC, led by Chairman Gary Gensler, has been on an enforcement spree since the FTX collapse saga all began. The SEC has threatened regulatory action against multiple crypto platforms and exchanges. Gensler faced a lot of pushback from policymakers during the oversight hearing on digital assets. And apart from policymakers, many crypto proponents have also questioned the authority of the SEC and Gary Gensler, as they should, right? Because he can't answer a simple question. Yo, Gary, is Ethereum a security or a commodity? Well, I don't really know, so I'm just gonna shake my finger and sound important and make up something. Yeah, you know I mean, and with lack of regulatory certainty, what can you expect? It creates more fear into the marketplace. But guess what? As more fear is pouring in from these bank runs collapsing left and right, it's just gonna make people that much more bullish on crypto, especially the king. BTC, so bring it and let's freaking go. With that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss Circle being crushed. And Max Kaiser actually predicted this a while back, so got to give respect where respect is due. He talked about the collapse of USDC and Circle back November or December of last year. Check this out. The New York Federal Reserve has published new rules for counterparties looking to use its monetary market balancer, its money balancer, catering uncertainty over intentions of stablecoin issuer Circle from the Fed's system, In an April 25th statement, the New York Fed announced adjustments to its guidelines to determine which parties are eligible to participate in its reverse purchase agreements. The updated guidelines could potentially hinder Circle's chances of gaining access to the Fed's reverse repurchase program, a process where the Fed sells securities to eligible counterparties with an agreement to repurchase them back at a maturity date. That's right, and according to the New York Fed, assessing such a system would be a natural extension of an existing business model, and the counterparty should not be organ- organized by the purpose of accessing these RPP operations. Quoting them here, SEC-registered 2A7 funds that, in the sole judgment of the New York Fed, are organized for a single beneficial owner or exhibit sufficient similarities to a fund so organized generally will be deemed ineligible to access reverse repo operations. So like I said, not looking so good for Circle, which thought they had the green light. The Circle Reverse Fund, a money market fund managed by an Investment management firm BlackRock. For those of you who didn't know, that's right. BlackRock Control Circle. Just FYI, the regulations governing 2A7 government money market funds are aimed at ensuring that these funds are able to meet the potential redemptions by investors in a timely manner. And if you didn't know, BlackRock is the largest asset manager in the world, ran by Larry Fink. Now, funds under this category must hold at least 10% of its total assets in a daily liquid assets, and at least 30% of its total assets in weekly liquid assets approval into the Fed's program would allow Circle to earn interest on excess funds by investing in low-risk treasury securities, allowing the stablecoin issuer to earn interest and help maintain the stability of a stablecoin, which is USDC. Now, how many of you would prefer to use Tether USDT versus uh, Circle's USDC. Let me know in the comments below. I'm a big proponent of Tether. I much rather prefer that stablecoin if I had to use one. Just FYI, it was noted at the time that despite Circle's expanded ties with BNY Mellon, that its new banking partnership with Cross River Circle held 80 percent of its reserves in treasuries. And recently, Circle has turned its focus to having more banking partnerships on a global basis since the depegging of the USDC following the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank on March 10th. According to Pathy, it was only in November that Circle announced it had. Begun investing parts of its funds into the Circle Reverse Fund as a measure to mitigate risk and uphold the redeemability of its coins for holders. So there you have it. At the end of the day, I do not trust Circle or USDC, but that's just me. Let me know your stable coin of choice in the comments below. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud, giving everyone the opportunity to get their comments heard. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss our next story of the day. The Bitcoin price has hit yet another all-time high in Argentina. That's right. Check this out, fam. Argentina, Bitcoin is soaring, uh, as we can see. On April 18th, the Bitcoin to ARS exchange rate crossed over 6.59 million ARS, according to aggregated price data tracked by Google Finance. And since the peak, the rate has corrected to around 9 million ARS, down 9%, but still up more than 100% year-to-date. That's right. Bitcoin's growth in the Argentine market coincides with its contentious ARS devaluation, uh, continuous. And for instance, traders were paying as low as 460 ARS to buy $1 from the black market on April 24th, more than double the official spot price that pays 220 ARS for the dollar. That's right. Now also FMYA, a United States based, uh, cur- uh, consultancy firm noted that the Argentine central bank's reserves have dropped by half to an estimated 1.3 billion since 2019. That has raised the risk of further peso devaluation, which has crashed nearly 99% from the currency crisis peak of 330 ARS back in 2018. That has led locals to seek haven in the dollar, which has become scarce due to the rising demand in the country. And at the same time, Bitcoin and similar cryptos operating outside the government's and central bank's purview are increasingly emerging as an alternatives as they should be right for example data shows the bitcoin's peer-to-peer weekly volume in argentina reached a record high of nearly 30 million dollars in march on the Paxful exchange also a study back from 2022 found that nearly 60 percent of argentines believe in bitcoin's ability to safeguard the value of their savings in the long-term popular u.s currency exchange coinbase also recommends bitcoin to become a legal tender in argentina how epic would that be let's become a legal tender in argentina bring it now, earlier in April, the National Commission of Value, Argentina's securities regulator, approved the Bitcoin-based futures index on the NatBA ROFEX exchange set to debut in May. The derivative settled in pesos will enable accredited investors to gain exposure to the Bitcoin markets. And in addition, a recent bill proposed by the Ministry of Economy asked citizens to declare their crypto holdings and incentivize them with tax benefits. Also in December of 2022, the Argentine province announced its intentions to to issue a dollar back stablecoin. So there you have it, as more and more countries are moving away from the dollar as hyperinflation is taking place not just in the United States, but in countries all around the world. It is not looking good for fiat, to say the least. But with that being shared, now let's dive into our next breaking story of the day and discuss a spot Bitcoin ETF. Could the third time be the charm for ARK Invest and 21 shares? Let's discuss it. Kathy Wood's ARK Invest and European crypto investment firm 21 shares are both seemingly unperturbed by the crypto regulatory environment in the US. Again, and requesting approval for a Bitcoin-based financial product. On April 25th, the two companies requested that the US SEC approve the creation of a spot Bitcoin ETF, despite being rejected twice already. The two companies first applied to create their spot Bitcoin ETF on June 28, 2021, a request that was rejected by the SEC in April of 2022. A year later, the regulator said the product did not meet the requirements of a listing of a financial product under its rules of practice, as well as those of the Exchange Act, which is a bunch of nonsense considering we have a futures ETF, which allows the regulators to manipulate the Bitcoin price action. Now, the pair filed another request for a second time in May of 2022, an application that the SEC rejected yet again on January 26th of this year. An ETF allows investors exposure to a particular asset without actually holding the underlying financial product. So a spot Bitcoin ETF allows investors to gain indirect exposure to the crypto, which shares that track Bitcoin's price in real time without actually holding the king crypto. And while the SEC has Approved the number of Bitcoin futures ETFs, which expose buyers to the potential future value of Bitcoin. It has so far rejected every single application for a spot Bitcoin ETF, citing difficulties with protecting investors and in the public interest against fraud and manipulation, which we all know is nothing more than BS. They're just protecting their own central banking cartels at the end of the day. So, according to an ETF analyst from Bloomberg, it seems likely that a spot Bitcoin ETF could become a reality in the U.S. midway through the year. Quoting Eric Balchunas here, new note out on why we think a spot Bitcoin ETS will get approval in early summer 2023. The SEC is proposing to expand the definition of exchange, which would bring crypto platforms under the SEC Registration And after that, look for ETFs to get the green light. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this prediction. All I know is this. Once a spot Bitcoin ETF finally gets approved in the United States, it's game over. Or I should say game on, game over for the central banking system and the banking cartels and the fiat US dollar. Because at the end of the day, nothing is going to be able to stop the trillions upon trillions of dollars just waiting on the sidelines, waiting for a spot Bitcoin ETF to be invested in. You know what I mean? With that being shared, now let's dive into this $130,000 Bitcoin price prediction. Actually, we're going to be discussing a $300,000 price prediction. And let me actually update this in real time because I don't know. Why it says a hundred and something? We should be talking about three hundred. There we go. Much much better. But yeah. Anyways, let's break this down. This is our final story of the day, and then we'll be doing some live uh, Q and A. A widely followed crypto strategist says Bitcoin is likely setting the stage for a steep rally in the coming months, as the king crypto shadows a parabolic rally witnessed nearly a decade ago. Synonymous analyst Tech Dev tells his half million Twitter followers that a multiple technical indicators currently suggests Bitcoin could be mimicking its 2015 bull market, a cycle that saw the Bitcoin price rally from less than $200 to $20,000 in about two years. So if you run the math, that's 100x gains fam 100x so if we were only to 10x from the current price of 30,000 we're realistically talking about a 300,000 dollar bitcoin price prediction the crypto analyst shares two charts that show how bitcoin has been following the 2015 cycle over the last year and a half Quoting him here on crypto twitter alongside this chart early stage of a bitcoin parabola following a one and a half year correction which is clearly outlined right here in this chart now looking at tech devs charts it appears the bitcoin has taken out a diagonal resistance that kept bitcoin bearish in 2022 and retested it as support which is strikingly similar to the leading digital assets price action in 2014 as well as 2015 the analysis chart also shows similarities in the movements of the two technical indicators the relative strength index which is a momentum indicator and the moving average convergence divergence better known as the macd which is a trend following indicator according to the charts bitcoin's weekly rsi has recently broken out of the bullish 60 zone after flashing a bullish divergence. Reminiscent of its movement about eight years ago. Meanwhile, the MACD is flashing a bullish cross on the Bitcoin weekly chart, which is another signal witnessed in the early stages of the 2015 bull market. TechDev is not the only analyst who believes the Bitcoin price could print exponential gains in the coming months. Synonymous analyst Credible Crypto also thinks Bitcoin could hit $130,000 before the end of the year. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this forecast. Do you think a $300,000 Bitcoin price can be likely for this cycle, especially by the peak, which I think will occur in 2025, considering the halving is going to take place in now less than a year, estimated to be sometime in April of 2024. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.